What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanez from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanez Now archived as well on the Nuanez Now podcast. One of the biggest events on campus every single year at Montana State is the MSU Spring Rodeo. Get rodeo ready with the MSU Bookstore all month long. MSU Rodeo tees and equine accessories will be available starting on April 10th. All month long, you can get three t-shirts for $25, two crewnecks for $50, or two hoodies for $55. Go check out all the great rodeo gear at the Montana State Bookstore on the MSU campus. The Montana State Bookstore also does a great job of giving back some of their proceeds to help reduce textbook costs for students across the MSU community. And of course, it's your go-to place to get your blue and gold on game day or any other day. Montana State's rodeo team, as prestigious and nationally powerful as they come. So if you're planning on heading to the spring rodeo, swing by the MSU bookstore first. When you're in need of some Bobcat gear, Go check out the Montana State Bookstore located in the Strand Union Building on the Montana State campus in Bozeman, Montana. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! I swear, I think I could sit on my phone and tweet about the comings and goings of the transfer portal without even adding any commentary to it. Just by reporting the news. It's unbelievable. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you're watching visually and you see me feverishly tweeting right before we come on the air, it's because the scoops never stop coming. Uh, Darian White earlier today, she committed to Nebraska, the all-time great Big Sky Conference point guard who spent the last four years at uh, Montana State. She is going to the Cornhuskers, so we're going to lead with that today. We also have a jam-packed slate for you. Once again, a a ton of basketball coming at you, and that's exactly the situation that we are in. The uh, early, or I guess, excuse me, the late signing period is upon us for college basketball. And uh, the transfer portal, the deadline for transferring out of the portal is now less than a month away, and it just keeps on spinning and spinning and spinning. What I just tweeted is that is that Emi Greenslade, Emi again is her uh, full first name, but she goes by Emi I M M Y. Emi Greenslade, who's a six foot four center from Sydney, Australia, who played last year at Arizona State. She has committed to the Montana Lady Grizz. I didn't get enough. I didn't have enough time to even get both commitments out for the Lady Grizz. MJ Bruno, a transfer from the University of Portland, has also uh, committed to the Montana Lady Grizz. I'll get that tweet out eventually. I didn't even have time to shut the shades. 
<laughs> if one of you guys could come shut these for me, that would be absolutely tremendous. How's it look on the TV? We I think d- it looks good, man. Oh, you do? Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, we think it looks uh, fine. I'm wearing my blue on blue. Uh, sometimes when we leave the shades open, uh, they they tell me that it doesn't look good. But I'm looking at the TV. It looks it looks fine. Okay, here we are. Nice to have some natural light hey, in that's here. That's great. I, I was always just a shades closed guy because I thought it was messing up our TV feed. But if you guys think, you guys are the producers. I'm just sitting here talking on the microphone. So if you guys think it's good, uh, I'm good with it. We will talk Darian White off the top. We also have the continuation of our Vertical Rays and ESPN MT Basketball Players of the Year, our Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year, Yelena Miller, the leader and uh, the top player, not just this year, but for several years, for the Haver Blue Ponies. She will join us. Uh, She's our choice because of how outstanding Haver was after she returned from an injury. She missed the first portion of the season, but after she came back to the lineup, Haver never lost again. That's the thing that really affirmed her, uh, Yelena Miller, that is, as our Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year. So she'll join us about 4.15. We also have Josh Jones, our good buddy, who usually comes by uh, annually or sometimes even twice annually to promote the uh, awesome three-on-three tournament that's back for yet another year, the Garden City Shootout. It's always down at Southgate Mall. Josh is from the City Life Center. And they do a great job of putting this tournament on. Josh, also a local coach, uh, coached my brother at Big Sky. He's been involved in youth athletics for a long time. So he'll swing by about 4.30. We also got our Treasure State Stars, the best individual performances from around the state of Montana coming at you. The Grizz uh, men's basketball team has a new commitment as well. Tejon Sawyer, who's a junior college recruit, uh, he looks like a grown man in his Twitter picture. He also is a very large man, but he also can step back and shoot it a little bit. Uh, that's about the extent of I know of him. But Andrew Houghton found out more about Tejon from the man himself and what uh, led him to commit to the University of Montana. So we'll do that in hour number two. It seems like it's been nothing but goings out of the Big Sky Conference and from the Montana schools in the basketball world. But now we have a few comings uh, into the uh, the wide world of Big Sky hoops in the state of Montana. So Tejon Sawyer will lead hour number two. Well, then we also have some NBA talk. What a game between the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. You can tell I'm getting old when it's hard for me to stay up till the end of a West Coast game. But this game was so exciting. Uh, it was fun to stay up for, fun to watch. And, of course, Draymond Green was playing in the game, so there's plenty of controversy as well. <laughs> Draymond, how much did Devontis Sabonis grab him? How much did Draymond emphasize the, the torso stomp? Will he get suspended? The drama's high, but also the Kings are up 2-0, and nobody, and I mean nobody, had that one. So can the Kings close it out against the defending um, NBA champions? We'll talk NBA in hour number two. And we have the debut of somebody I hope becomes a good friend of the show. We love covering track and field around here. Uh, the best, One of the best track and field programs in the state of Montana has been right here in the city of Missoula at Missoula Sentinel. I must say, Sentinel's gotten a lot of run on this show because they've been so outstanding. They've won a variety of state championships. They've had some of the best athletes in the state, both boys and girls. They've had a ton of athletes that have gone on to compete at the highest level of collegiate track and field. But also Craig Mettler, the former head coach of the Missoula Sentinel track and field program, as one of my good buddies. Uh, we go back to our college days, and uh, Met's always been a great supporter of ours and a great friend of this show and just a good friend of mine. But now... Mettler's working as an administrator over there at Sentinel. And because of some logistical rules, when you're in admin, you can't coach. 
So uh, Coach Met is now Administrator Met uh, over there at the uh, at Central High School, but he's got a worthy replacement in Dylan Reynolds. Dylan's a, a young guy, comes from Florence, Montana, ran track here for the Grizz. He's been helping with both track and football over there at Missoula Sentinel for um, for for a while now. But Dylan swung by the studio earlier today. He's a teacher over there at Sentinel as well, so he swung by the studio earlier today. Uh, to to talk with us. Obviously, they have practice right now. So we'll talk a little high school track, and uh, we'll get to know a little bit the new Sentinel track coach as part of our Coach's Corner presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law, BigSkyDefender.com. That's your show outlook here on Nuanas Now. Now, I didn't have much time at all to research these uh, new Lady Grizz transfers, although I did see that Emi Greedslade is... Um, She's tall. 6'4 is a good size, especially for a Big Sky Conference center. Seems like she didn't play much at Arizona State, but certainly has that Pac-12 pedigree. And uh, the the jury's still out in terms of Brian Holsinger and his ability to turn the Lady Grizz around. But I do think the one thing that we do know about Brian Holsinger and his program is they can recruit. They brought in some high-quality recruits already, whether you're talking about Kaylee Burton-Oliver as a, a transfer from Washington State this last year, Gina Markson, a transfer from Idaho, who are both very talented players, uh, as well as a couple stud freshmen in Matt Koning and Libby Stump. And uh, now they've added a couple more uh, good players, uh, including uh, MJ Bruno of University of Portland and uh, Amy Greenslade, a transfer from Arizona State. The news of the day, though, is uh, interesting. I always find it funny when we have some of our top exports from both the state of Montana and the Big Sky Conference land then in the Power Five and sort of the revelations that the people that cover that level have about them. And, you know, there's a variety of different levels of resume you might have if you are someone that's transferring for your fifth and final year. You're going to be hard-pressed to have a better resume than Darian White. I mean, she was a 1,700-point scorer at Montana State, the second all-time leading scorer in Bobcat history. And that's only the tip of the iceberg of what she accomplished in Bozeman. She's a multiple-time Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Year. She was the Big Sky Freshman of the Year. She was a three-time first-team All-League selection. She's the only player in league history with 1,700 points, 600 rebounds, 400 assists, and 200 steals. Only player ever in the history of the Big Sky, men's or women's basketball. So uh, Darian White today announced on her personal Instagram that she is headed to the University of Nebraska. Now, the tie that binds here is Julian Asibi, uh, who's a friend of ours, a good friend of the show, and a guy who was a, an assistant at Montana State for a couple of years. He's been at Florida for the last couple seasons, but he was at MSU during White's early years there in Bozeman. He was just recently hired as an assistant coach at Nebraska. So that's one of the connections there. You wonder if they were a package deal or if Coach Asibi just helped get Darian White to Nebraska. But either way, uh, that's the news. Darian White headed to the Big Ten. It's is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. As you can see out my open shades, it's uh, it's gray, cloudy, and cold outside. That's just kind of how it goes. Uh, but, but I do want to hash this out just a little bit. We debated speculatively about what we thought was the perfect fit for Darian White. And we were both in kind of agreement she needed to go to a level where she could continue to 
to be the primary ball handler and and maybe be sort of the, the not necessarily the star of the show, but the general of the show. I don't know what I think of her fitting in at Nebraska. Andrew, I know you knew a little bit more about the Nebraska roster uh, just in terms of who they have coming back. What do you think of Derry White heading to Nebraska to play in the Big Ten? I think it's an interesting fit, Coulter. I'm not sure it's a great fit. Nebraska, you know, they were okay last year. They finished above 500. They were good in the Big Ten. You know, they they beat some ranked teams. They beat Maryland once. They went to the the WNIT and won a couple games. But this was not a team that was in the NCAA tournament next, last year. And, you know, I think the big thing that'll be tough for Darian White is their point guard's coming back. Right. And their point guard is really good. player, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jazz Shelley, who's an Australian herself, announced uh, just last month that she was going to use her fifth year of eligibility at Nebraska. This is a player who was a first-team All-Big Ten player last year. She had, you know, 20, 200 assists in, in 30-some games. This is a player who, who probably needs the ball in their hands a lot, and I'm, I think Darian White does as well, and I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. But just from from the bare facts that I know about Nebraska, it has me questioning this move a little bit. There, there is the sort of familiarity and, and, you know, some would say security blanket that Darian White does have an assistant coach that uh, not only is she familiar with, but certainly had a hand in getting her to Montana State, had a hand in helping her develop early as a player there at MSU. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on this one because, first of all, Derry White has the heart of a champion. She's one of the great competitors we've ever covered in the Big Sky Conference in any sport. I think it's very clear if you listen to this show, if you read Skyline Sports, that I have had uh, a great pleasure covering this young lady. I think that she does a lot of intangible things and a lot of the little things on a basketball court as well as anybody I've ever covered, particularly in the women's game. And her win-loss record and her 84 wins and her her multiple Big Sky Conference championships affirm that. It backs it up, and plus the diversity of her numbers as well. I just I worry, though, because if she's not recruited to be the floor general for a team, it's hard for her to hit fit other roles because for all of her strengths, her great on-ball defense, off-ball defense, communication, floor vision, ability to penetrate— She's not that good of a shooter, and if she doesn't have the ball in her hands, it's really tough. I also worry about her in that league because she's sort of a defensive-minded point guard that likes to control the tempo. And the Big Ten, you probably think of Big Ten men's basketball, knock down, drag out, slug it out. Now, Big Ten women's basketball is the highest-scoring conference in the country. Caitlin Clark is sort of the face of Big Ten women's basketball. It's an offensive league where they love to light it up. I, I just, I'm just interested to see how she fits into that. I'd never bet against this young lady, but I could have probably crafted a lot of fits that I would have thought were at least on paper better, but it's hard to counter out before we see her compete uh, at the highest level. Yeah, that's the biggest thing about her, Coulter. She just has been a winning player. She clearly is. It shows up as much on the court as any player that I've ever watched. And so maybe she is able to carve out a role there. You know, maybe it's something like she had the ball in her hands a ton, a lot, her her freshman year, but she was not the focal point of that team her freshman year. She sort of had to to grind her way into a bigger role by the end of that season. For sure. Really came into her own in the Big Sky Tournament. And maybe that year is what she looks like. At Maybe that's the role that she's able to carve out at a higher level where, you know, her defense, her little connective skills, her playmaking is more of a secondary playmaker. Maybe that maybe that keeps her on the floor, but you don't want her spotting up. And, 
I think on this team, without the ball in her hands, that's probably what you would expect her to do a, a lot. But maybe she she finds a way to to cobble together her other remarkable, considerable skills and get a role there. If this move is about just testing yourself at the highest level of college basketball, outstanding. Good job, Darian White. And either way, you know, once these once these young people transition out of the Big Sky Conference and they're no longer in our coverage, we're obviously hoping every single one of them does well. It's good for us. It's good for the Big Sky. It's good for everybody. But uh, if if the the main goal here is the end game after next year and your professional aspirations, this is an interesting move. It's a confusing move. If the end goal is to test your yourself at the highest level of college basketball. That's exactly what she affirmed uh, here. It's Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX, Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Let's uh, let's call Yelena Miller, our uh, our Haver High School star, who's our ESPN MT and Vertical Rays Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year. I got a chance to, to punch into the Google machine here as we sit here. The other Lady Grizz transfer, that's the other news of the day. We had Amy Greenslade of Arizona State. We talked about her briefly. But MJ Bruno, who was a freshman at the University of Portland last year, a Central Valley High School product out of Spokane, Washington, a six-foot guard who played uh, 18 games last year at Portland before getting hurt. She is the other transfer uh, into the Lady Grizz. So we'll update you on the the the, uh, the details on those two young ladies uh, as soon as we can. But right now, we go to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line and welcome in another award winner. We've heard from uh, our AA Players of the Year. Now, we're joined by our ESPN MT and Vertical Rays Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year. It's Yelena Miller. She's out of Haver High School. Haver won their third straight Class A Girls Basketball Championship uh, this last winter. Yelena, thanks so much for taking some time for us. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the talk. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very happy to have you on. Uh, let's let's just start with your senior season. I know it didn't get off to the start that you wanted. I know that you were hurt for about the first half of the year, but then you fought through it. You came back, and your return was sort of key for the Haver girls. After you came back, you guys didn't lose another game, and you get back to and then win another state championship. So just take us through it from your perspective. What was it like being out the beginning half of the year, and then how were you guys able to finish this last season so strong? Um, It was definitely mentally tough on me at the beginning of the season, but having a great team and great coaches and a good community um, helped me get through that uh, rough part of the first Uh, half of my season and proceeding into finally being able to play um, just having the girls welcome me back uh, really helped and that's the team the teamwork and the just the team environment helped us succeed it's so interesting because as we were sort of going through the best players in Class A, and we were talking to coaches and, and media people and, and trying to decide on this award. We contemplated for a while actually giving the award to the entire Haver High School girls basketball team because you guys play such a great team-oriented style, and, and it's just so fun to watch. And, and Dustin Kraske, the head coach there at Haver, who joined us a couple weeks ago, I just think he's one of the best in the business. He's built such a great program up there, and the winning speaks for itself. But in your mind, from your experience, why is it that there's been so much consistency uh, in girls' basketball up there at Haver High School? Why have you guys had so much success? 
Um, I think we've had so much success because um, a lot of the players buy into the program right away um, during summer and during the season. We have a lot of fundamental drills that we do, and we keep on doing that. And a lot of the players coming up, like in middle school, um, buy into the program, and we allow them to come and practice or we go to camps we are a part of the community and we participate in running camps yeah. I love that about small town uh, high school basketball and just the way the whole small town high school sports works as well Yelena Miller from Haver High School joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now she is our vertical raise and ESPN MT class A girls basketball player of the year after helping lead uh, Haver High School to yet another Class A state championship. Uh, it's so cool when the, the culture sort of is passed down uh, from age group to age group. So uh, as somebody that grew up in Haver, uh, did you did you follow the Blue Ponies before you were in high school? And if so, what did you think of that experience? And did you have anybody you looked up to? Is that something that influenced you when you were a kid? Um, I didn't really grow up in Haver. I came up um, in sixth grade. Mm. But um, I definitely I had sisters come up here before me. And in middle school too, and um, my oldest or my my second oldest sister, she uh, played for Harbor Blue Ponies, and so I'd come up here and uh, watch her play, and so I definitely had her that I looked up to. Well, that's awesome. Uh, several basketball playing sisters that probably has an, had an influence on you as well. Yep, I had my mom play basketball, and then my sister play basketball. Well, let's talk about the state tournament run because, uh, like I said, I think the Haver was something like 500, maybe 5-4 and four, But when you were out and then you came back and you guys just surged all the way to the finish and you yourself had such a great state tournament, but your team had such a great state tournament as well. So just take us through it. Uh, first of all, the, the game against Billing Central was a great one, and that's always a great matchup when, when those two teams play. Uh, so what was able to push you over the top, and, and what was it like just uh, punching a ticket to get another chance, at least in the state championship game? Um, it was definitely fun to compete against such a good team, teams, um, because it's always fun to uh, compete with them because they never give up on you, and we always push each other to get better, and pushing each other helps. Sorry, um, helps helps our team grow, and um, that's what we strived for: trying to compete with each other and to um, get to the top. And then you get Harden in the state championship, and Harden, such an up and down team that loves to score and they press and, and they play this really fast paced style. So, uh, what were the key factors to you guys emerging in that state title game? Um. Could you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. No, oh, I, I was just asking you just uh, when you guys actually won the state championship and, and you take down Harden, I mean, when you realize, holy cow, we, we did it again. We, we won another state title. What was that moment like for you and your teammates? It was amazing just um, competing against Harden and um, winning. They're such a great team. It made us feel like we earned it and we just went for it and it just felt amazing i can't really describe the feeling when you feel it it it's it's just a crazy feeling yelena miller joining us here on nuan is now espn radio swx montana television and the espn mt app she is our 
Vertical Rays and ESPN MT Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year after helping lead Haver High School to their third straight Class A state championship game. Uh, Yolanda, as a senior, do, do you know what's in the future? Do you know? Uh, do you have any plans for for next year? Um, all I know right now is that I'm going to go to Bozeman academically. Well, very good. That's a great uh, a, a great school and a great opportunity for. It. Do you have any idea what you want to go to school for? Um, looking into business marketing or civil engineering, but I'm not set on one yet. Well, you got plenty of time for sure, but both uh, great majors at Montana State uh, is a great school. Uh, last thing for you then, what will you remember most? What, what are some of your favorite memories or what will you remember most uh, when it comes to just your career at Haver High School and this awesome run that you and your teammates were able to go on? Um, I will definitely remember the team environment and having a bunch of memories on bus trips and um, definitely the coaches because they've made a big impact on my life and the team. I know the other players would say the same. Um, that's what would I would take out of it. Well, very cool. Congratulations on a great career. Congratulations uh, on your reward. We have a trophy for you. We're trying to figure out a way to get it to you. Our, I think our good buddies at Vertical Rays, our boy Pete and uh, his team, are going to bring the trophy up to the highlights. So we'll, we'll have it up to you sooner than later. Uh, but this is the first year we've done these awards, so uh, congratulations to you, and uh, thanks so much for being a part of it, and uh, best of luck with everything in the future. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you. Yelena Miller, our ESPN MT and Vertical Rays Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year out of Haver High School. Uh, we picked her because she's just such a winner. I mean, that's that's the whole, uh, that's the whole uh, long and short of it. Haver was sitting at five and four when Elena Miller was out, and then when she came back, they ran the table the rest of the way. I think won fourteen straight games, and she was awesome during those games. Averaged about fourteen points and eight and a half rebounds per game. Shot sixty-two percent from the floor, which is the top mark uh, in Class A, and then she upped her game in the state tournament. She was the key performer. 25 points for the Blue Ponies in their semifinal victory over Billing Central to punch a ticket to the Class A state championship game. That's the fifth year in a row that Havers played for the state title, by the way. Unbelievable run. And then in the title game, Miller had 21 points uh, to lead Haver over Harden. And so her, just her impact on winning was uh, the reason that that set her apart. I thought there was a lot of great Candidates from the Class A ranks, Lane Kearns from down in Hamilton was somebody that a lot of the coaches mentioned. Sadie Smith from Frenchtown, another one uh, who recently committed to Carroll College, a lot of people mentioned. Elise Abbey from Laurel, coaches were incredibly high on her. Uh, a lot of people mentioned her as well. She's actually going to play for Idaho State. I didn't realize that. Uh, some of these kids are so good at posting their news on the social medias. Others aren't. Uh, I think both of those things are good. You know, if you, if you got a great accomplishment like that and you post it, awesome. If you're somebody that doesn't like to post about yourself on Twitter, that's also awesome. So either way, but I thought that was interesting that Elise Abbey from Laurel is going to Idaho State. Uh, it's it's rare when you get small school Montana prospects that are D1 that then leave the state and don't go play for the Cats or the Grizz, but we've seen it before, and uh, they've done well. Uh, most recently, I mean, Tiana Johnson from Kalispell, she went and played for Sac State for a little while and then Idaho for a little while. So, so there's a lot of different paths you can walk. But there was a lot of great candidates for the Class A Girls Player of the Year. 
But we settled on Elena Miller because Haver's been so outstanding, and she was the one that sort of sparked them uh, from going from sort of stuck in the middle of the pack to then surging all the way to their third straight state title. So we appreciate our great buddies over at Vertical Rays. Vertical Rays is an online fundraising platform. You can use it for any and all fundraising efforts. But their bread and butter is high school sports fundraisers. So if you and your high school sports organization team need help raising money, visit verticalraise.com, and you can get it all set up there. Pete Hamill uh, is your Montana rep, especially on the western side of the state, and he can help you out with any and all of your high school fundraising needs. Speaking of good community events that help raise money for a great cause, the Garden City Shootout returns for I don't even know how many years. We'll ask Josh Jones all about it. Uh, I remember playing in this thing when I was like in fifth grade, so I think it's been around for quite some time. We will talk Garden City Shootout as part of our Garden City Spotlight next. Josh Jones in studio with us to tell us about one of Missoula's favorite three-on-three tournaments. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas here coming to you from the ESPN MT studio on behalf of ESPN Missoula as well as Skyline Sports. We're here with one of our best sponsors, one of our best partners here at Blackfoot Communications. This is a fun one for me, though, because this is like full circle. This is this is life coming full circle for us. We're here with Judy Gear. I actually knew Judy as just a baseball mom and one of the moms of my buddies growing up when we were little kids. Judy is the channel development manager at Blackfoot Communications. How long have you been there at Blackfoot? Just about nine years. Well, so tell people just about that role. I mean, what is it that you do there at Blackfoot? At Blackfoot, we have certified channel partners uh, who sell Blackfoot services on behalf of Blackfoot. So they own their own companies. They're a local or a regional provider, and they work with Blackfoot to sell our services to their clients. So it really expands Blackfoot's reach in the area. What's your favorite part about this role they have there at Blackfoot? It's the relationships. Blackfoot people, and I know that we talk about our culture and we talk about our people, and they are just the best of the best. And I would say that that our partners are that as well. They own their own companies, they have their own staff, but I'm the conduit for them within Blackfoot. So it's a real unique role. I work with other people and other companies and other businesses on behalf of Blackfoot. Well, Blackfoot's so great at helping all sorts of different businesses grow. They've helped us here at ESPN Radio and at Skyline Sports grow so much, and it's uh, it's been a great collaboration. So if you want to find out how Blackfoot can help you, visit goblackfoot.com. Is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. My main uh, parameters for wanting to go to a show in Missoula. First of all, if I like the band, that's always a plus. But my number one is if Missoula likes the band. Because the shows at the Kettle House Amphitheater, the Wilma, if Missoula likes it, the spectacle that is the people of Missoula hanging out and partying is just the greatest thing in the world. But uh, the music aside, they had in good music. And it's pretty great. You want to know who Missoula loves more than anybody? Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. And guess what? They're coming back for this, uh, I think, fourth, maybe even fifth summer in a row. Two nights this time around. Uh, so we'll tell you more details later on. But that was the uh, the announcement of the day in the inbox. And uh, once again, I'm on the pre-sale list. I'm going to spend my entire life savings on concert tickets. But whatever. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the summer to actually be here. Music season to actually be here as well. Welcome back. It's Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. 
SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Time now for our Garden City Spotlight. It's presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Missoula Electric Co-op has been proudly serving safe, affordable, and reliable energy to its members since 1936. This seems like a an annual appearance uh, now that we've been doing this for a little while. Josh Jones in studio with me. He is from the City Life Center and also one of the guys that helps put on the Garden City Shootout. What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having me today. Uh, how long has the Garden City Shootout been going on forever, man? Like it's in, been a long time. In, in some mean, iteration, right? I, mean, I remember playing this thing when I was like in fifth grade. Yeah, I mean, I played it in high school. Was, <laughs> for sure. It was a hot minute. Ago, <laughs> a long time know? ago, yeah. for sure. Uh, the YMCA had it, you know, for a long time and, and ran a pretty amazing tournament and then uh, they stepped so we were just talking. I, I mean, it's got to be running plus thirty, you for know. For sure. So we've had it about fifteen years uh, at City Life, and um, and it's been a great experience. Just a great community event, and really fun. And I think it's one of those things you can depend on. You know, like for sure. Here it's coming mid June. So. You know, that there's going to be hoops down yeah. uh, at Southgate Mall. Uh, June 17th and 18th, is that right? Yeah, yep. It's Father's Day weekend, but we try to really highlight that and make it a fun event for the whole family and, you know, do a bunch of different things and engage everybody. And, of course, thank our dads for for the things they do. For so, sure. No yeah. doubt about it. Well, tell people about just City Life Center in general because you guys do a lot of cool stuff in the community, and this is sort of an extension of that. It is, yeah. It's a it's a primary fundraiser for us, um, one of them. Uh, but we have 14 nonprofits that base out of the facility. Um, we serve teens and their families is the goal, and uh, really just to, to provide mentorship and after-school activities, and uh, we got a lot of great partners within the building. Um, there's always something going on at City Life, um, whether it's youth sports-related or um, counseling or, you know, I mean, Friday night events dodgeball paintball in the basement i'm we we do a bunch of different types of parties all the time just because uh we want to engage kids and and uh and we want to give them provide them something that maybe they wouldn't otherwise have so it's a huge part of missoula because i think one of the challenges that so many of us face is is what do you do with the kids you know there's that you need something for your kids to do all the time and uh, this is a great opportunity for that you guys got anything new going on over there right now well i mean we do uh have a few things that i think are are pretty cool that are happening right now i know we have our our summer or i'm sorry it's not summer it's not even spring <laughs> yeah right i should They've just call it us. winter yeah right our winter uh basketball nights uh with uh, rock mountain elite who who bring in uh four on four uh games on monday nights and uh you know, we got all kinds of different things happening in our basement from dodgeball to nerf parties and, and paintball and all that all that stuff. But I think in 08, when we first uh, opened, the vision was really kind of where we're at now. You know, just this kind of every day there's something different, but there's something going on. And, um, well, I'll tell you what, what's really hit it big is pickleball. Man, that's everywhere, man. Oh, man, that's crazy. It's I feel like every gym in America has pickleball. Oh, and it's now. super fun. I mean, for you know, sure, it's I'm not retired yet, but I can sure <laughs> enjoy it. And then I watch those guys that like play pro pickleball. Oh yeah, like, just like we were just talking about. I haven't I haven't done anything with my life. <laughs> what, am I, what am I doing? How have I not dedicated at least six to eight hours a day playing pickleball? <laughs> Got to go compete. There's still time. Josh yeah, Jones in, right. in studio with us. He's from the City Life Center and. Uh, Coming up, a couple months, uh, you got about two months exactly, actually, until the Garden City Shootout, June 17th and 18th. 
uh, down there at Southgate Mall. So standard three-on-three, three, I mean, it's pretty yep. pretty normal operating procedure. How do, how do people learn more about just signing up for a team, the divisions, all that sort of stuff? Well, I'll tell you, the easiest thing to do is you can get on your smartphone, your computer, anything, and you can just Google Garden City Shootout. That's pretty like easy. the first 14 things that pop up. <laughs> Got good Google included. juice. Yeah, yeah that Google juice, yeah. Uh, Facebook, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well under Garden City Shootout, and uh, there's lots of ways to get uh, recognized and registered. I think there are some dates that are coming up, like the end of the month, uh, the price goes up a little bit. Um, so some incentive to get in early. Um, but we have uh, age ranges from second grade all the way to adult men's elite. Um, so the whole span. And again, it's a great family and environment and atmosphere. I really feel like uh, Jayton, who um, is our tournament director, puts on a really great show. Yep. Uh, we have some mini games that are involved, uh, some good vendors out there. And, of course, Pepsi's out giving out product, Gatorade, Polar Ice, some different things, as well as Southgate Mall, just the way they host and Shields. Um, just really great partners of ours in, in the event. So, um, yeah, there's some really, really cool ways to get involved and really easy to find us. Have no fear for those that are wondering where's Jayton because Jayton Simpson usually comes on with Josh as He's well. He's better looking. <laughs> yeah, he'll tell you. He you is. know, you move to this TV thing. I'm like, what am I doing? This is supposed to be radio. Trust me, I think about this every day. I don't know how the hell this became my life, but uh, Jayton will be uh, on sometime soon as well. And we got some other things cooking with him and our other buddy Rajim Seabrook and. Uh, Stay tuned on that, but uh, we'll we'll have plenty of more updates on this. I gotta uh, share one other thing. Oh, though, please tell me because this is the coolest part about it. On Championship Sunday, which yeah. is obviously yeah. day two of the tournament, if you make it that far, uh, we are partnered this year with SWX. They're gonna broadcast live. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be a sweet little partnership, and uh, we're really excited. Just met with them today, and nice. And uh, there's there's some opportunities for some backstories there and some some stories of teams and you know it just I think further binds the community and and the event together so we're pretty stoked about that. If you are have been around Montana for a while, you know that there's a distinct three on three culture. If you haven't, yeah. and if you're, if you're not going to play in this thing, but you are kind of interested to see what's going on, go watch. I promise you that some of the top level uh, uh, brackets in this. The high school boys elite, the men's elite, these will be sweet games. I mean, there's like some three-on-three teams in this state that oh, are it's competitive. that are legendary, right? I mean, legendary. There's, there's like some guys that have been playing three-on-threes and oh, cleaning man. it up for like 20 years. Yeah. There's a dude that I, uh, you know, played against and then uh, didn't play against. I, I was on the court with him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and he played basketball, and I kind of just watched with my jaw on the floor. But uh, but J.R. Camel generally well, I brings, mean, brings he, a crew. And, I mean, he's uh, you watch that guy pass, and it's something else. I mean, he's, he's a Montana legend, man. Oh, People know absolutely. him from his time with the Grizz, but this dude has kept on winning at a high level for, like, 25 years. Forever. I mean, he's, he's played – Everybody from high school kids to people my age and beyond, and he's still one of the kings of three on three in Montana. I love it. You, yeah, it's pretty great. You don't want to see Desert Horse in the uh, no, in, in the three on threes. I'll tell yep, you that. That is a fact. Josh Jones, City Life Center, uh, in studio with us here for the Garden City Shootout. I uh, just Google. Garden City Shootout. It's easy. You'll get all the information there. Get signed up early, though, because you're going to get a little reduction on your entry fee. Yep. And uh, it's coming up June 17th and 18th, so two months from now, down there at the Southgate Mall. Uh, anything else to add before we get you out of here? No, man. I just appreciate the opportunity to, to get the word out, and I know people are going to be coming, so we're excited to see you this summer. So. Can't, can't wait. I mean, I'm going to need like a six foot and under, 35 and over, uh, class B division. That's class what I, B. That's what I need. I, mean, I haven't hooped in about five years. No tour Achilles. That's yeah, the that's goal. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is our Garden City Spotlights presented by Missoula Electric Co-op.
Missoula Electric Co-op and proudly serving safe, affordable, and reliable energy to their members since 1936. One of Missoula's finest athletes is a young lady who swims at North Carolina State. She, again, had a world-class time this last weekend, Catherine Burkoff. Probably her 100th appearance in our Treasure State Star. She's coming up next, along with some of the other top individual performances from across the state of Montana. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union, next on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats coming back to Missoula two nights this summer. So that's uh, at least the initial theme music today here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, here on your Tuesday. Appreciate you for rolling along on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, or the ESPN MT app, no matter how you are tuning in. Thanks so much for being here. The uh, Night Sweats concert times two, Friday night, August 18th, and then Saturday, August 19th. So there's going to be quite the party out there at the Kettle House. I know that Missoula loves the Night Sweats, so it should be fun. They're one of those cool bands that when they first started coming to Missoula, the, the rest of the world didn't know much about them. And then they blew up in Missoula, and then they have subsequently blown up on a national level and became a huge, you know, hit music act. But then they've kept coming back to Missoula. And, I, you know, I don't I actually don't know where they're from, but it's not a full return to the roots, but certainly a return to one of the places where they were really popular initially starting out in their careers. So I just love that kind of stuff. I think it's super cool, and I think it it uh, is affirming for what we do in the radio world, especially our partners over at Trail 103.3, Montana's Quality Rock. Uh, you can hear a lot of Night Sweat stuff over there uh, on the trail. So it's always fun uh, talking about the music and, and seeing who's coming to town. It's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Tagliari Tuesday. Tag Deli now has two locations. One is where it's always been, right there next to the roundabout, Beckwith and Higgins in the heart of Missoula. The other now, off Wyoming Street in the Sawmill District. It's right there in the Cognizant Building, the new building there uh, in the Sawmill. Here's the thing you got to go do. If you're, if you're going to go get sandwiches at Tagliari, visit TagliariDelicatessen.com and put your order in ahead of time. You can, pick, you, can, you can pick all the things you want on your sandwich, all the toppings, anything you maybe don't want. Although, by the way, I would just eat all their sandwiches house style because they nailed the formula. There's really nothing you could add or subtract to make them any better. But either way, maybe you have a preference or an allergy or whatever. But you punch your order in there online. And then they'll have your sandwiches ready for you, sitting right there inside the door in the cooler. You can just come pick them up. You can, of course, go and, and order your sandwiches there. But if, if you're in a rush or you want the convenience or whatever, just plug it in. But when you're ordering online, you want to differentiate and make sure you're ordering from the one you're going to go to. 
So either one works, but you're just going to have to go there and pick it up. So make sure you go to the right one. Make sure you go to the location that you ordered it from. Now that there's two, one on Wyoming Street in the Sawmill District, one uh, on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, Tagliari Deli, the best sandwiches in the state of Montana. Don't believe me. Well, People Magazine and the Food Network has both said so as well. Order online at Tag Deli or go check out their new location there in the Sawmill District. Every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now is Tag Tuesday. We got $25 gift card for you to Tagliari. Call right now. Call number 4-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. We got $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Deli. It's Tag Tuesday like we do each and every Tuesday here uh, on Nuanas Now. Time for our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, the best place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. How about Catherine Burkoff? She just keeps on rolling. She is a Missoula Hellgate alum. She's one of the most decorated high school athletes, period, ever in the state of Montana. You don't believe me? How about 16 state championships during her time at Missoula Hellgate? And I believe she set 15 state records in those 16 state championships. I think that's like the maximum number of state championships you could possibly win in high school swimming. And she did it. And she has done nothing but continue to excel. And now she is swimming at a truly world-class level. Burkoff is at North Carolina State. She's also been competing nationally and internationally uh, on the global stage. And last week during the TYR Pro Swim Series in Westmont, Illinois, Burkoff swam a time of 27.40 seconds in the 50 meters backstroke. That's the second fastest time in the world this year. Last June, she was also second in the 50 meter backstroke at the FINA World Championships in Budapest, Hungary. So she is truly one of the great short backstrokers in in the world. I mean, second in the world at the world competition and second fastest time in the world is just uh, utterly amazing. She, like I said, swam at uh, Missoula Hellgate, and uh, she also then last year set the uh, American record in the 50-meter backstroke at the Phillips 66 International Team Trials in Greensboro, North Carolina. So her college career uh, is wrapping up, but she is certainly an Olympic hopeful, particularly in the backstroke, and... uh, as somebody that came out of Missoula, Montana, it's just a great story, and we hope she continues uh, to thrive on the world stage. We have efforted Catherine Burkoff before, uh, but I've never heard back from NC State. I don't really know why. I, th- I have actually found it very strange. I would love to have her on the show. I mean, shoot, we talk about her like three times a year, maybe four. I mean, she's, every time she's swimming, swimming world-class times, we're always talking about her, so we'll get a hold of her. We'll track her down sometime, but she is our first Treasure State star for the week. Treasure State star number two, Sam Mix. He's the new running backs coach for Montana State. He replaces Jimmy Beal. That in itself is is newsworthy. Beal was a great coach there on Brent Vegan's staff. Beal then took a job at San Diego State here in the last couple weeks. That was actually officially announced earlier this week. Mix, who's been... Uh, a grad assistant on vegan staff the last couple years. Uh, he gets the promotion, slides in at running backs. So that itself is a great story. But if you remember the horrific story from up in Haver, Montana, from 
uh, probably eight to ten years ago, where several students that were attending MSU Northern, uh, somebody broke into their home and stabbed them viciously, and no one died, but several people got brutally injured, and and I mean. One of the gals was maimed and had injuries that still she suffers from to this day. It was an awful situation, truly something out of a horror movie. Well, Sam Mix was one of those young people. And conquering that sort of adversity to have something like that happen to you at such a young age and then to overcome it and still chase a dream and then begin your rise professionally in an incredibly competitive profession like coaching. It's just an awesome story. I hadn't put those two things together, and you never want to define somebody by the most tragic moment in their lives. But you just have to be so happy for this young man that he was able to overcome that, put it in his past, chase a dream, and now here he is as a college coach. So I don't know if people really had put those two things together but one of our good buddies who's from up up north in Montana reminded me of that and, and said, look at this kid. Look how much he's overcome, and uh, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I think that's awesome that he was able to first survive and then excel. Uh, so congratulations to Sam Mix for overcoming uh, what, what was a horrific situation, what could have been an uh, unbelievably tragic situation, and uh, good for him for, for persevering. Treasure State star number three, a young lady who's been our, on our radar ever since she was uh, one of our student athletes of the week back during her high school days at Bozeman High School. It's Camilla Noe. She started her college career after an outstanding multiple-time state champion career at the University of Port- or at Bozeman High School. Excuse me. She started her college career at the University of Portland after standing out uh, at Bozeman High. Then she transferred back home to Montana State, and she's been one of the best distance runners not only at MSU, but in the Big Sky Conference. And she is the Big Sky Conference Track Athlete of the Week. That was announced by the league office on Monday. Noe placed seventh in the 10,000 meters at the Brian Clay Invitational in Southern California. Her time of 33 minutes, 0.41 seconds, is the second fastest among Big Sky women this season and is also the second fastest in the history of uh, of Montana State track and field. So um, Camilla Noe continues uh, to shine and to thrive and uh, another great time for her. Speaking of distance running, how about this? Mark Mesper has become a, a familiar name in, in the world of uh, distance running here in the state of Montana because he has been one of the dominant figures in the uh, – Missoula Marathon, which has become uh, an annual event and uh, one of the the sort of quintessential Missoula community gatherings. Well, Mesmer, who's a Sentinel graduate and a University of Montana alum, he ran in the 127th rendition of the Boston Marathon, uh, which took place on Monday. He placed 31st. Now, that in itself is is very impressive considering there was 15,290 competitors in the men's division. But Mesmer, who has uh, won the Missoula Marathon several times, he ran 2 hours, 20 minutes, and 30 seconds, 
which is a ridiculously fast time. The most striking part about what I'm reading you is not only is that one of the great marathon times of Mark Mesmer's life, and not only would that almost certainly win the Missoula Marathon, but I just can't believe that there's 31 guys, 30 guys, I guess, faster than that. That is just, that's crazy. The winning time, Boston Marathon uh, men's division, was two hours, five minutes, and 54 seconds. So a full 15 minutes faster. I mean, two hours and 20 minutes is like the gold standard of being ridiculously elite. So the winning time was 15 minutes faster than that. Crazy. But regardless, you got a Montanan uh, amongst the great marathon runners uh, in the world. And it's just, it's cool that that a guy from Missoula uh, continues to make waves on the national distance running scene. Our last Cheddar State star for the day, uh, one of Montana's favorite characters, Foot Rasmussen. He is a, a legend among legends in the rodeo world. He's one of the most famous and entertaining rodeo clowns that, that exists. The, the clowns are so key for the, the performance of rodeo, the, the in-between uh, events, but also just sort of the the corralling of the of the animals of, of the 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 competing livestock because you get in some dangerous situations and you need the clowns to distract well Rasmus has been doing this forever and ever and ever and now he's on his farewell tour he is retiring from uh the the uh, the world of of rodeo and uh we wish him the best he, he's a guy that's followed sports heavily um I, I know he follows this show so if by chance Flint you're listening Congratulations on a great career, and thanks for always saying hi. I've ran into him over the years at football games at both Montana and Montana State. He always comes up, says what's up, and uh, says he appreciates what we do around here, and so we appreciate what you've done too, man. And uh, congratulations on a great career, and, and uh, enjoy this last hoorah uh, last year in pro rodeo for, for Flint Rasmussen. That's our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, the best place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Tejon Sawyer, the latest commitment to the Montana Grizz basketball team. Andrew Houghton caught up with him. Dylan Reynolds, the brand new coach for the Missoula Sentinel track and field team. He'll also swing by. And we got plenty of NBA talk as well. Don't change that channel. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanas From your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanas Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. If you haven't checked out the M Store in downtown Missoula, you need to. At the M Store, they're all Grizz all the time. They have some of the best, but more importantly, most unique selection of Grizz gear you're going to find anywhere. They got stuff that nobody else in town, nobody else in the state of Montana has available. And right now, the M Store has a whole bunch of great deals going on. April specials include huge percentage discounts on all headwear, sweatshirts, and jackets. They also are now an authorized Apple service provider. They offer computer repair, 
They got MacBooks, iPads, and a whole bunch of great Apple products in store there as well. Go check out the M Store, located at the corner of Higgins and Broadway in downtown Missoula, Montana. It's a great new location, a ton of merchandise, all April long at the M Store. Polos, headwear, sweatshirts, jackets. Go check out all their maroon and silver. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. 